Hello, everybody, and welcome to the 104th episode of the HSBJ podcast. I'm your host, J.K. Collins, and I'm here with my constant co-host, Shady Bunny. Shady, how you doing? I'm doing fantastic, Collins. How are you today? I'm doing well. Woke up. Uh, li- living. I don't know. <laughs> I'm fine. <laughs> I'm okay. <laughs> alive is good. Alive I'm, is good. Yeah, I woke up alive. Nothing burning in the house. Which is, you know, a little bit unusual for for this household. So, you know, nope. no burnings at all, for sure. <laughs> Honestly, the fire alarm. There's one fire alarm that like goes our smoke alarm, not fire smoke alarm. It goes off sometimes. Right. I don't know exactly where it is. It like goes off, and I'm just like, oh my so, god. There have been some alleged fires or alleged smoke. I just think the batteries fire. are dying, and it's like warning yeah. and. I'm not like looking for it, but like sometimes I hear it and it's just like, oh my god. Anyways, we're getting off topic. <laughs> That's why we're here. Right. That's why the people tune in. That's right. But yeah, we've got a new patch, it seems. A lot of interesting changes, I would say. Uh, big changes, some good, some bad, as it always is. And we're definitely going to try to talk about it, get through a lot of these unique things. But generally, you know, we do talk about the week and, and the weeks, you know, how, how you've been. You've been learning, understanding, spamming murlocs, as I know you tend to do. <laughs> I'm definitely more of a, a mech beaster, I guess, in terms of my, my games when I play. But I can see the, the murlocs being the, uh, the way to go if you like to always like, have a chance to win. They're just, they've been very, very versatile to me because you, um, you can start with Scarfin mm-hmm. and that, that can turn into, oh, let me buff magnetics, mm-hmm. right? And then you, cause, cause you can, you can farm a magnetic with the guy, right? Mm-hmm. Especially since the rework, we'll talk about that. And then Scarfin buffs that and then you put it on a deflector or something that works. You can buff a horse and pull up a base kill, buff it with banana. That works. You can just buff Bream and be nice and vanilla Murlocs. Um, you can you can do almost anything with that, and and you can play Baron with that very easily because then you'll have base skill and Scarfin, etc. So it just feels like they have a lot of opportunities to branch out. So it's it's harder to miss when you have a Murloc start. Okay. Uh, so I do like that. I do like that. But yeah, I think um, I mean if you can do anything with Rylak and gems, that's disgusting. About a lot of right. games where you you get bristlebacks at the end where your gems are like forty health. <laughs> Each and then you have like Coiler in the front and it's just like Death Rattle, Death Rattle. And you're I had like, a game like that. It's pretty. Oh, uh, those are those are great for the person that plays it and so uh, BS for it, I agree. Person. Like I don't, I don't know how to how you balance that. Like in terms of like if your opponent has that and they're getting like thirty health per tick, like how how do you balance that in in a meaningful way? I don't really know. So. It might have something to do with battle cries not being made to be endlessly spammed. Mm. So yeah, this I've been saying that's pretty much since Rylak came out. Right. <laughs> I don't think it should be a card. Like, right. why are we why are we turning uh, why are we turning battle cries into death rattles that are hyper stackable, right? Because they they synergize with Brand, they synergize with Baron, right. they synergize with they synergize with reborning the Rylak. No, no, reborning the Rylak. You you can throw a macaw on top of it, like you say. You can put an additional Rylak on the board. So you have to keep in mind that every time you add one of those pieces, it's not plus one, it's times two. Mm. 
right? You go Rylak on your guy, that's one battle cry. Then you have Bran, that's two. Then you have Baron, and it that's hits two. two things. That, so like yes. the base is also two. Like so, it's not like oh one into two. It's two into four. True. Yeah, I'm I'm assuming you just have one jazzer. Yeah, if you got two jazzers, you start with two, and then you know if, because we're exponentially scaling, obviously that makes a lot of difference when you start on one on two because then that's from two to four, yeah. from four to eight, from eight to six. Like and, and you can go to them, right? Like that's also very common. Absolutely. Yeah. So <laughs> what I'm so essentially the plus sixteen health on your gems every time you're you're uh you have combat right that has not been super uncommon for me which is crazy to say that like plus 16 health on my gems has not been super uncommon <laughs> either way we have a minor rylak nerf for you guys today we'll talk about that but uh still not satisfied that that concept is in the game because i every time i have a game like that where i have these big ass gems i say like why is it even possible for me to get 50 health on my gems like quillbore okay i i guess i get it where especially the uh broader uh audience right at least that's the vibe i'm getting when i'm reading chat and when i'm reading reddit and this and that that people are like oh quillbore is so bad and and that is because i think that most players they want to be able to just play a type and then like no think no adjustment oh. me play type Type needs to win. Wow, the vibe you're getting is Quillbores are bad. Wow, that's so. Well, not so, not necessarily right now, right? Oh, but I'm talking okay. the, the sentiment leading up to this patch. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah. Like but, oh, Quillbore yeah. is so bad, they can't win. You know, like blah blah blah. And that's that's because you know, like Quillbore for me were never really bad, but that's because well, you got to move your gems to a cleave, my man, right? You got to ah, you got to do something ah, with Quillbore. You gotta, yeah, yeah, sure, Quillbore more than other types. They have a great mid game and then they move out of that. You move your gems to high priority targets and then you play Leroy Queen. Yeah, I get it. That's 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 not necessarily Quillbore, Quillbore, but you had a Quillbore mid game and you still use that to build a lot of gems and you move those gems to high priority targets. So I'm a little bit afraid that they're in that case where they're pushing to make Quillbore viable as a type as a whole. And this is sort of uh a side effect of that that the very high level players they're just abusing it to the maximum be like you're i can do what now with gems 100 attack per gem okay like, yeah no problem that's fine i could use that That sounds pretty good huh <laughs> yes anyways we'll we'll dive into the patch i don't want to or, or we can we can finish up I mean, so we're, basically we're by, going into the yeah. patch right, right we are we are we are uh but yeah that's that's been sort of my uh my f initial feeling right on those topics i guess but speaking of the patch, as you so you know, nicely put it, yeah, they did release a patch. I believe the notes came out yesterday, but the patch is today. Is that correct? Uh, yeah, it's one of those. This was the first day I played with the patch, mm -hmm. but it's like yesterday evening for yesterday me, evening, the patch. Okay. Yeah, yesterday so evening. It, it hasn't so. been out for a long time, essentially. Uh, 24 hours or so, yeah. Right. Like, not a long time, though. Yeah, so definitely maybe a long enough to like have like a wrinkling of like oh these things are changing this is impactful but not long enough to like have an established meta of like oh yeah this is the new busted i mean maybe i mean it's like it's not that many changes so i think some of the old stuff is still going to be pretty pretty relevant but it is yeah. some meaningful changes with some heroes and some abilities that we will be talking about for sure for sure some things more than others are a bit easier on on glance, first glance, right? Just to evaluate. So the the very 
the very first change we have is not that easy to evaluate on first glance. Because so first glance, you know yeah. everything, right? Like, oh, Arata changed. <laughs> oh, that's so easy to tell. So, I mean, the first change is pretty, I guess, massive or different, I guess, compared to what you're used to. So, Arana, Starseeker. I will say this hero has been, I guess, weird in a non-buddy meta. So, like, it's weird because, like, in buddy meta, this was, like, one of the best heroes, like, actually. Because the buddy was, like, so impactful, you get to roll so much for free. But Absolutely. After um, after the the after non buddies or in a non buddy state, like it's just been one of the worst heroes, like just consistently. Where, yeah, you, you used to be able to roll for free. Now you're getting seven minions. It used to cost more than five refreshes. So, uh, it's just been a weird state where buddies made it good, but when you played normally, it just really didn't have anything going for it. Well, you don't want to roll early. So a hero that doesn't do anything until you've rolled five times is almost by default horrible, right? You would need to get a huge benefit from rolling five times because essentially the game is asking you to burn five gold early. And then with a five gold deficit, you're supposed to make up for it by having three extra minions in the shop. Who gives a shit, right? <laughs> like That does nothing for me. But um, in quest meta, fine, because it had a very large chunk of armor so easy quest and then you know you can maybe have a cookbook and then stay low and use your ability like that you get more scouts in your shops etc uh, as you mentioned buddy amazing uh her hero power completely irrelevant but her buddy <laughs> allows you to go infinite super easily with you know back uh, back when harder that's, that's a yikes free <laughs> hero power irrelevant yeah. buddy completely no actually harmful because it slows you down when you play hogger and shit right like the refreshes it's refreshes slowly because you buy a card mm. you know the tavern always needs seven minions so it'll just slow you down so if you could turn the hero power off you would do it after you get the buddy which is so sad well let's say golden buddy right like let's say uh you were playing like fireworks arana right. uh let's you golden buddy and you're going <laughs> turn the hero power off just take it away it's slowing me down i, I so, love what, how yeah. you say fireworks arana that was like in the game for like what for like a minute, <laughs> wasn't it? You were talking buddy, right? That was oh, buddy. Oh right, right, right. Buddy right. that was fireworks around right, right, right. so. Because you because you would just roll for free with the buddy the whole time, right. so you, there you was could just no buy. Duo. Right, exactly. Yeah, 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 for sure. Uh, but let's talk about the change, right? So it used to be after five refresh, five minions. Bob always has seven minions. Now it's after sixteen friendly minions attack. The first minion you buy every turn is free. I want to mention that this 16 minions attack has to have been through some iterations or, or something. Like I wonder if it was like initially after you fresh five times, the first minion you buy is free. Like that was your initial change, and then you're like, wait, this is too good. Then they're like, oh, after you after you refresh eight times, then you're like, well, people just still do that, and then just start like gaining their money immediately, right? Like. I would, I would just like, oh yeah, roll, 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 roll. <laughs> like roll by, right? So we're like maybe by turn one and then roll, roll, roll or something like that, right? So because then you could, you could trigger it. Um, this, uh, this should not be uh, triggerable in two turns right, or three. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because right. um, then you could just level by, level by, level by. Like it's like not even a, a yeah. problem. So yeah. So uh, the, um, I, th I think you can most easily uh, picture this when you think about quests mm. because this is a quest right you need the complete a quest uh, 
criteria, which is attacking X amount of times. Mm -hmm. And the quest reward is kind of kidnap sack. Not quite, because you can't bounce minions, mm -hmm. but early, early game, that's what a kidnap sack is used for. You right. just use it to buy a minion for free. So this is essentially the deal. 16 attacks for kidnap sack. Hmm. Then you have to ask yourself, is that good or not? Right. What's your thoughts on, on that in terms of... So I think in quest meta, mm -hmm. I wouldn't love it. Okay. But having a having a quest outside of quest meta is pretty good. <laughs> so that's that's the thing, right? That's why I love the Nathrius as well. Um, so I think part of this as well is it's it's going to be one of those things where you need to be very comfortable playing like quest meta. Because I think if you are playing a quest hero, which Arana now is, right? She has a quest. Uh, Queen Ajara has a quest. Uh, obviously, the Nathrius has a quest. You, you have a prerequisites for your hero power to unlock. Mm -hmm. If you understand that and you play towards it, then it's going to be obviously way better than if you are playing completely standard and you expect this to resolve on the side. So if you are going to, uh, let's say, go three on three with this, uh, suicide. You're you can't do it. Right, yeah. right. So you can't do it. Uh, however, what I did in, in the game we just played, which was honestly, it was okay. Right? Yeah, like, yeah, it was like, okay. Like we were playing around. Like, <laughs> Way better than older on up. Yeah. Uh, but there were some crazy high rollers. That's what I say every time I don't win. So. Yeah, every time you play the NA, you're like, oh my God, these people. Uh, are yeah, yeah, these yeah, NA guys. They just, they just cheat, to be honest. I, I think. <laughs> uh, yeah, anyways. <laughs> so I played it like Quest. So what I did was uh, turn one, I bought a 1 4, the refreshing anomaly, mm. instead of buy the economy, uh, the pirate, and hold. That would be the normal line. You right. buy the pirate and hold, but then you never get anything. So I bought a 1-4 in the hopes, like, maybe my opponent is a 1-4. Maybe my opponent is a micro mummy, right? And then you have that immediate slapstick exchange. I only got one hit out of it. Uh, but then the next tavern, I saw Mana Saber. I was like, oh, this is great, because I played a Mana Saber. They hit into my zero damage taunts, and then I hit them back with my things that are still alive. I was like, oh, it's good, right? And then I bought some, I, I actually got like the hyenas in the same tavern, so it wasn't a super hard sell to stay on one because then I'm staying healthy because now the, the mana saber is providing with the taunts, which is prolonging the battle, thus making it easier for me to attack with my minions. And I'm not losing health because I have hyenas that synergize really well. But you would, you would not really do that outside of this scenario. You wouldn't stay on one to buy mana saber and some hyenas. So that's what I mean me. with, you don't know me. <laughs> <laughs> well, to be fair, that particular setup might be worth it because it's very strong early, especially if you get a second mana saver. Uh, but then Scallywag is another unit that is very good at this quest because mm. the 1-1, one, one, assuming they have a minion left that you can attack, the 1-1 one, one will attack no matter what. So that's, that's very good. So yeah, if you can make some changes, I got this active. I was one off on 7 gold. So, and that was just because their biggest minion just suicided into my hyena. Like it was about to attack with something. So it was a bit sad. Uh, so I don't, I think that's a bit of an outlier, right? Because you would have to set it up so specifically. But I think if you are playing for it, then it should be online by nine gold, I say. If you're oh, playing. Not for eight it. gold? Well, you have to see, right? Is your tavern going to be that mana saber? So you're kind of high road, is what you're saying. Yeah, I think Mana Saber really, really helps because anytime they attack and kill one of their units, that's an attack gone. Okay, so, so what I was thinking is that this might be very minion type dependent, where if you can stay on one and you have really good hits, then yeah. Uh, so, like pirates, right, is something that 
with Scallywag. Maybe Beast is something there. Maybe Demons, because you have Icky Imp as well. That also could be like a really good use. So if you, if it, if it's like Beast, Demon, Pirates, like those three, like oh yeah, okay, I'm gonna stay on one. And I'll get get my thing proccing super early, and then like you know, then you could maybe use that free gold and like maybe a pirate engine or something like that, right? So you you have some late game game plans on top of that. So uh, that's my thoughts, but like you're really gonna have to see what people come up with for sure. This is indeed one of those heroes that you're going to have to let the community solve it and then see. No, what's no, the no. Verdict. Try it out yourself and then tell us, you know, solve it. No, I mean, I mean, it's really hard to call right now, right? Oh. You're going to have to like, but anyways, the, uh, it did feel really good to be able to go to five roll and then buy a card. Yeah. Yeah. Cause that's so hard in this meta, right? Like level going, to six, right? And, and roll and buy. Well, six is actually easier than five, right? Like the sure, push. Yeah. Yeah, to push from four to five is, is expensive, man. To like level, roll, buy a card, man, that's like two turns almost, right? Like with how with how expensive tier five is right now, that's rough. But hey, if your minions are free, then well, your first minion that you buy per turn is free, then you can kind of do it. Uh, so yeah, anyways, the um, yeah, good good to good to try. I'd say try. So I think a good indication is that her armor went from like twenty to ten. To so 10, that's yeah. them saying like uh, this is probably good. That's that's that's. That's my vibe, I get. Uh, yeah. It seems like a fun, fun hero to play, which I could not say about Rana before ever, really. <laughs> so, no. But maybe Buddy Meta. But even then, I was like, ah, I just roll for like this one card. So, yeah, I definitely think it's an interesting change, and and also they have some tweaks to make it better, like more balanced, right? So they can definitely adjust the numbers. I, sure. I definitely feel like they're like, oh, quest is good. Let's just give them a quest hero. No one's playing Arana. Give her a quest hero. Okay, we can now tweak the numbers, because like maybe like you can't do after you refresh four times or whatever. Bob always has eight minions. Like you can't do that. So, I I get it. It's just a huge change for Arana. Definitely a completely new hero. So we're gonna have to reevaluate it from this new state. Yep. Speaking of another new hero, I guess this is less. Uh, drastic of a change, right? But it is a pretty important change now. Um, Curator now starts with a 1-1 Amalgam. So it, it used to have a 2-2 Amalgam. Now it's a 1-1 Amalgam. So it's just a strict nerf. No upside. Oh, wait. There's more. It's, it has Venomous now. Uh, it still has all minion types, but now it has Venom. So it kills the first thing it touches now. Just guaranteed. Which is not horrible. It's interesting, right? Like, it's not poisonous, right? So I don't feel that, um, like, oh, my God, you know, you, you start with a 1-1 one, one poisonous. Like, I would be like, you know, but Venom, I'm like, yeah, I guess. You know, I guess it's fine. So what's your thoughts? The armor went to 10. Oh, and... what was it before? Uh, probably max, because okay. it's really bad. <laughs> so... <laughs> I, I look at this and I'm like, sure. And then I look at all the armor I'm losing and I'm like, eh, you can keep him. So yeah. it's not something that makes me suddenly want to pick Curator. Mm -hmm. Maybe in specific lobbies, right? Like Murloc out and then you have Elemental in and people built those big, you know, like uh, Elementals that double their stats. Maybe, but that's not so specific and eh. Max We've all played to be out, right? You, like, you can't have divine shields. Well, yeah, but where you but could then, module, oh, and you don't, you don't yeah, benefit but, from I mean, the module. Do you right? care about modulating that much? Exactly. Here? Right. So it's like if you get a venom um, amalgam to start with, 
and you are not excited to module that, that's a good indication to be like, right? Like, it's like, what? I don't care about giving my guy divide. Well, you you care if you make it large, but then yeah. if it's large, why does that have venom, right? Yeah. So then it's like, yeah. It's just one of those things where I, I appreciate that they're trying to make some changes, but it's one of the things where at least my, my feeling when I look at this as a player, I'm just like, I do not want to try this out now. This does not excite me at all. I got I I look at it and I'm like oh I go down from a two two to a one one. <laughs> oh wait, wait, there is some argument in chat here. Okay, and that is interesting. So Rattler would work. So it would reborn with Venom. Mm. So it is, that is the new Divine Shield, basically. Yes, and theoretically, Soul Splitter would work as well, right? Because it's an undead. Sure. So any anything that can reborn, that is true. Okay, so type dependent, you can use it like almost a little bit like a Lich King type thing where Lich King can do that with a Leroy and that's really annoying and kills a lot of things. So obviously Reborn Leroy is still better uh, than Reborn Venom, but you know, if they don't have shields or so, then this is still quite effective. So it's, you'd say maybe in an undead beast lobby that where you can Reborn no mechs. <laughs> <laughs> like very specific I, again, I, re right? I really yeah. don't want mechs in because like it's just gonna go no. to divine shield you're gonna run into the module yeah. or, or the deflector is gonna hit it or something so. even undead lobbies is like when no one's really playing undead no offense to undead but like i don't oh, i don't know we have a whole patch maybe there's some changes <laughs> right but yeah but um yeah I, I could see it in undead lobby no mechs like i i could okay okay you Thank you, chat. That's that's a point yeah. for you guys. There is something very. That's a real argument. Rattler in particular wouldn't have to stay on the board either, right? After it's yeah. done its job. Yeah, so yeah. that's. I can, uh, I can yeah. see it. Okay. Okay. All right. All right. All right. All right. Next up, we've got etc band manager. It's going from. Uh, okay, so it, nothing's really changing. The the buddy itself is changing. So the buddy used to be a tier three buddy. Now it's a tier five buddy. Um, so its hero power respects the town you're at. So now it means that talent scale cannot be discovered until you are tier five yourself. What do you think about this? I think that's reasonable. The, um, the talent scout was originally a five drop right. and then four balance changes was moved to three because ETC was, uh, ETC was first OP, right? right. At the yeah, very, very, very first iteration. And then they were like, all right. Boom, we're going to destroy him, right? Like, big, big nerf. Uh, pretty much all the good stuff on Tier 2 was taken out. It was like, all right, we're going to now give him a lot of armor. still kind of weird. And then, you know, people kind of learned how to play with it, and it was okay. But then now that they, again, did a massive buff, because we're not in buddy meta, and, you know, the Tier 2 pool is still pretty bad, they, uh, they made the hero power cost 3. And then all of a sudden, you have this amazingly flexible hero power that fits into pretty much any curve, because curves are designed to fit around 3 gold, because that's the cost of buying a minion. Uh, and suddenly, people were doing like, oh, let me just discover Eudora buddy. Oh, I discovered my ETC buddy. I have a golden Eudora buddy. Oh, I get plus 10, plus 10 per turn. Or I have a golden cat on like turn 4. Or I have this, or I have that. So there were definitely some things where if you hit a buddy and then immediately after hit your buddy it's like well it's a bit too early to have a golden buddy here that was pretty ridiculous right. so yeah I, I think that's reasonable to take that high roll out of the pool 
because I, I definitely felt like I was looking for the ETC buddy a lot of the time where, oh, if I hit it here, it's disgusting. So just a, a a reasonable nerf, not not like not a small nerf, but like a nerf that maybe is justified or or so. So, uh, yeah, they're they're essentially taking a high roll off the table. Yeah, I'm down for that, and it's still good, and you can still like hit double of the same, um, buddy. So I I you know that's essentially a golden buddy if you hit double of the same buddy. So definitely yep. definitely still strong. I, I think I'm, I'm not really sad about this. Mm. All right. Next up, we have some armor updates. So, Arana Starseeker and the Curator now have ten armor. So they're just like these guys are good, is what they're saying. They are now playable. Ten armor. Playable. <laughs> but uh, not super, super. I mean, I think Arana is definitely interesting. Curator, the Reborn is funky, but I don't think it's like enough to like pull me to be like, oh yeah, I'm gonna be playing playing curator non-stop. I think it requires like a very specific minion type lobby, which you're not always gonna have. Uh, minion updates you have flourishing frostling. So this is a zero power five health. Now it's a zero power six health for two mana. I mean two tavern tier two. So if you get like one proc, two procs, it, it can be a two six. Right if you start like Celemental or something like that. Um that's not Sally would make it a three six because it'll proc on itself as well. Oh Right, a 3-6. Okay. So, so it's essentially a 1-6 base. Like, right. this is a, never worse than a 1-6. Mm. Yeah. Well, I mean, you have to play it, right? I mean, what if you just hold it in your hand, right? Yeah, well, consuming in the tavern would be the thing, right? Where it would be a 0-6. But yeah, sure. <laughs> Almost with technicalities. Yeah. Uh, but, but, I mean, it's better. I don't know if... What, it, what? Yeah, go ahead. I was going to say, I don't, think it, I don't know if it makes you really want to, like, play it or focus on it in the early game. Definitely this... this at least from what I've seen, a lot of people use this later on as just like a, I I guess like, like to sell <laughs> to buff other cards. <laughs> really, to eat. I yeah. like to eat this. Right? Yeah. But like uh, the Urzel, that's a good target for Urzel. Yeah. Uh, the um, this card reminds me a lot of Yoho, where Yoho uh, was this card you didn't buy, and then they were just like more stats, more stats, more stats, and all of a sudden you were like, I'll buy a Yoho here, sure. Yeah, yeah. When it was this 3-6 three, six, three, six, Yoho and you're just like dunking on people, you're like, yeah, yeah. So I agree, right? Selemental start. You see this in your shop. I was like, all right, let's dunk some people. Let's get a 3-6. Yeah. So it's one of those things that I, I like that they do that, that they're not afraid of. You don't buy it? Fine. We'll make it better. <laughs> you're going to buy it. It's like I always come back to Big Fernal. Big Fernal was such a good example. Like It was so shit as a 4-4. Like yeah. Big Fernal was a four four at some point, guys. Like try to picture that. Big Fernal was a four four. It's not in the and game then, anymore. They can't. I know. It. They that, can't picture it. You're like, what is the what is a Big Fernal? Like, what is this Big Fernal, this Grandpa? This old man right? is talking crazy. <laughs> He's losing it again. He's talking to cars that are no longer here. But Big Fernal was a four four, and they turned it into a six six. And all of a sudden, I was buying Big Fernals. Right? I was like, yeah, cool, cool. I like that. So yeah, this is fun. I don't. Think we're gonna see it get any bigger, but hey, surprise me, right? Hey. Maybe, maybe, a, maybe one base attack. You know, maybe it'll be a two six by default. Who knows? Right? That sounds pretty yeah. strong. I will say so. Uh, yeah. uh, Hummingbird as well is a card people weren't buying, <laughs> in my opinion. Uh, it goes from zero three to get this shady zero five. Now it has way more health 
so that it can dunk on those zero fours that are in the game. Yeah. It wrecked zero four. <laughs> I don't know. Like, it seems a weird buff to me. Like, it still doesn't do anything. Hummingbird is one of those cards that is a meme until it's not. Mm. So I definitely have some boards with Hummingbird on it for, from Hummingbird on it. It's it's just that it's Mana Saber. You need Mana Saber. Like, yeah, yeah I agree. If you have a Mana Saber, this is all of a sudden a card. Like, for real, like a card. Now your Mana Saber deals six damage and your little tokens two damage each. That's totally worth having Hummingbird on board. And you could have other random beasts or you could have a second Mana Saber. So... Yeah, this card is a bit of a meme until there's a mana saver, and then all of a sudden it's like, oh god, I'm losing to Hummingbird. What's going on? I, I so, will say that, like, I am joking, but like, five health means that it doesn't get sniped, right? By, by yeah, things with four, that was so, so frustrating yeah. to hit the Hummingbird first. Hit, you're like, no. So, it, you know, it, it's better, especially turn two, like, tier two, tavern two cards. Like, a lot of them don't have five attacks. So, if it, if it gets hit first hit, at least you still get to do stuff. So, it is better. Like I, I'm, I'm memeing, but like it, it does matter that it has five health instead of three. So yeah, no, for sure. It's, it's, it's. It, I guess it's a card that was underperforming. It was mm -hmm. underbought. Mm -hmm. So yeah, they're throwing more stats at it. See if that changed anything. But I agree. This doesn't suddenly make me buy Hummingbird in a situation where I wasn't buying it before. Mm -hmm. right. right. I'm still buying it to buff my beast. So if I don't have beast, I'm not buying this obviously because it's a zero five. <laughs> so yeah, that's a good point. Where it's, it's probably it's just better in situations I was already buying it. Mm -hmm. All right, Eternal Night. This is funny because uh, when it came out, right, I had a big problem about it. I was like, oh, it's it's crazy, you know, like it scales forever. You can get it early. Da, da, da. And then the meta like has moved away from it, really. People don't really go in debt. Eternal Night is funky. I mean, you could do it, but like there's way better things that scale way harder than this so like it just doesn't doesn't matter uh that you can still do so now they're buffing it which is like oh you know initially when i was when it came out i was like this is too crazy and now it's just like oh this thing is weak because everything else is like crazy now much crazier uh but they are adding an extra attack on the turtle knight so now it's a two tavern tier two four one instead of a three one so same ability but more stats I think this was its original stat line, and then it got nerfed. Mm, something when like it was that. a bit too annoying. Uh, yeah. yeah, it's one of those things where I mean, you can see the theme where they're like, "Okay, let's let's make undead better. Let's just buff undead cards because people aren't playing undead." But that was when the uh, Eternal Summoner summoned two knights, right? Like that was it was a different meta. Yeah, we we definitely had the undead meta. There were several things, you know. Uh, Soul Splitter was a four drop. Mm -hmm. I think uh, Anubarak was a five, but did plus two attack instead of plus one attack. So that was really the meta where you would shoot for a five. If you hit a noob, it was like, all right, GG, well played. I'm just going to play Anubarak. My tokens are going to be so high attack. You're not going to be able to keep up. And people weren't making 40 health gems back then. They weren't summoning four <laughs> so from their base kills. Yeah. So that mattered more. But yeah, I, I, I totally hear where you're coming from, where it's... There, you know, you're gonna have to do a little bit more to make undead viable if you've made these insane options for other types. Mm -hmm. Like un currently undead, the only insane option they have also relies on Rylak, where you put right, yeah. the attack battle cry next to it. And that's only because, as we said, 
it's exponential where you know you have a brand on the board that's times two you reborn your relic that's another times two you have a baron that's another times how two. how many so. compositions does relic open up like <laughs> it's, it's so many dude i like a couple days ago i played the five drop demon that's battle cry discovers a demon right, right and you take them remember that yeah, so I had two of those with Rylak, and then I just had the immune guy in the back, so right. I wouldn't die right. or take no damage. Okay, I was and wondering. I would, yeah, and I, then I killed myself. Right? No, it's, it's, it's like, it'd be so hilarious if somebody has like boombox in yeah, the yeah, back. Yeah, yeah, that's what I was thinking. Like, they, they just tech you and like, oh, boombox in I mean, the back. Like, obviously, it was giga large because I took so much damage, right? Okay. So it had a lot okay. of health, that's, fair, yeah, that's fair. That's fair. That'd be hilarious if someone actually managed to kill that. Like, I don't know, somehow, <laughs> right? Uh, but I just used that to feed Orzol and Weaver. And that was that was I, that was enough to win. I, I just used that to feed those things. So you can do it with I, undead. You can do it with demons. I like, kind of want to see that. <laughs> like you set that just up. Dying to and, that. Yeah, and yeah. You just like you just kill her. Like, I like and you just put the tank to take twenty and die. <laughs> yeah, because it keeps going off with the brand and the baron, and it's like pam 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 pam. Where's your value now? Yeah. Okay, I'll see uh, you in hell. <laughs> <laughs> and that that's fair. Um, but. Da, da, da. Yeah, so TLDR, undead are going to need more than generic buffs. Right. Like, they're going to need to be able to do something stupid as well as the other types. Speaking of generic buffs, we've got Scarlet Skull. Uh, it's yes. going from a one attack, two health to a two attack, one health, which I think is better. But it's not, it's not game changing, right? In terms of like, oh, this now you can play it. I mean, it's still more yeah. the same. So, so Skull is a bit of a weird one because there are just certain things that you buy in the early game, even though you have no intention of actually going that type, right? And Skull is one of those things where you play Skull Corpse Refiner. Mm, that's good. That's a good opener. You love seeing that as your first job because that feeds your Corpse Refiner. It makes it more durable because the buff is still plus one, plus two, which yeah. I think is better than plus two, plus one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, but if you're reboarding, you want it to be a two, one because then you deal two damage instead of one damage. So yeah, it's one of those cards that I... For myself, I think Skull is already nasty in the early game mm. in the right board. Mm. So it's something to me that doesn't make too much sense, but it makes sense if we look at it. Hey, we need Undead to perform better. Let's just throw some buffs at Undead and see what happens. Yeah, but buying so, this doesn't make you go Undead, which which is the question. That's for us, Collins, oh. which is <laughs> weird, right? But I think if you start looking at like 5K and below, it might be the thing. They buy this, like, Let's go undead, We're baby. going undead, baby. We got super We're undead, skull. baby. We got a pair of skulls. We're undead. Let's do it. And, and okay. that's that's a little joking, but also a little not. I wouldn't so, be that surprised. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Because we know right how good those heroes like Jaraxxus perform in lower MMR because it's just like, hey, demons, baby, right? So just not having to think about it. So yeah, I, I do think that the lower MMR you go, the faster people commit to their type. Like they have a pair of low flyers, it's like dragons. It is all right. Let's go. Hmm. That makes me think of an undead hero where the your first non-reborn undead gets reborn. Well, you have future side right? That's the archetypal undead hero. Well, I sure. I mean, but that, like, but future side is its own archetype. I feel like yeah. it's not an undead. You, well, you'll play undead, but it's like future side undead. Yeah, yeah you'll do something. Yeah. yeah. Where I think you, there you can start like Eternal Night and you would reborn and then you could like scale with that and it, it it sets up a lot of your other like late game synergy and stuff like that. Wait, are you are you just making it a Lich King that's not flexible or yes, what? 
Thank you. Okay. Quiet you. I, I guess Garrett's stats. Fine. Shut up. It, fucking it, 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 my buff it, also, it also gets stats. Fine. Whatever. Okay. Uh, Garrett plus plus two sure, plus two. Sure. Okay. Let's move on. <laughs> Not flexible as king. You're right. That's just worse. All right. Uh, Silver Winder. Uh, going down from three attack, one health to two attack, one health. This was definitely one of the best two drops, I think, to get if you have any synergy. So this makes sense to me. Uh, just a really powerful card. So I understand it. Yeah. I I understand it as well. I think that this is a card that really pushes you into demons mm -hmm. early so for a lot of people. So I did not play a lot of demons. I very rarely had this card on my board, really. At the start, I was a bit more on board of let's start with the Weaver and then the Soul Rinder. But the more you do that, the more you realize that, okay, I got the Weaver, I got the Rewinder, I got the Malchazar. No, I don't need the... I don't, need the I don't have the Tachondrius. Oh, shit, right? Like, yeah. Like, the, th the problem is you don't have Tachondrius. That whole thing, you're just rolling, but you're not doing anything. Mm. So it's a nice early game start don't get me wrong and you can use that but then you need to be able to like transition into banana or base skill mm. if you don't triple into the because in the end doing a whole bunch of damage to you and then healing it back doesn't do anything if there's no tachondrius on the board so it's yeah it's one of those things where you can have that start but then you got to be a little bit more flexible so that's why I, I rarely ended up actually playing this because it's quite unlikely to get the tachondrius so, and I was in that spot a few times, right? Like, that's when I stopped doing it. I was like, oh, I need to conjure. And I was like, why am I doing this? Like, I don't do this with, like, I don't do elementals and be like, oh, I hope I triple into Nomi, right? Like, I that's do. not a good play. What do you mean? <laughs> that's how like, I'm that. like, that's, that's such a new play, Shady. Stop doing that. So I was like, okay, I'm, I'm going to chill on the demons a bit. Uh, so for, for myself, I'm like, okay, whatever. I wasn't really buying this card anyway. But for other people, right, again, especially I think the lower MMR we go, yeah. the more it's it's good to just be like, okay, I have a nice, strong demon card. Yeah, this was a very reliable, like, top four comp where if you have Wrathweaver into Silverwinder, like, you don't really have to do too much work to get into top four. You're like, so you're very healthy early, right? Because the, the, the Wrathweavers will keep you healthy. And then, like, obviously, you start losing. If you don't have Tachronius, you stop scaling hard, and then you just yeah. kind of fall off. So... Uh, I can see in lower MMRs like this is just a, like a really powerful buy, but like high high MMR it's like maybe not reliable in in a lot. Oh of ways. yeah, I mean I I did see it in my lobbies, right? It was definitely maybe it's also a personal preference thing. Um, but yeah, I, again, right? Totally fine start, strong start mm -hmm. even. But yeah, it does need the Tachondrius mm -hmm. if you want to continue that and direction. I I just think like even with the Tachondrius is like you fall off still like it's not it's not fully carrying you it's it's no mech it's no even elemental stuff it's it's no beast yeah itself. it's true um the the people that win it's because of duo because mm -hmm. i've mm -hmm. uh, yeah, i've yeah. seen like early golden ticon yeah yeah, 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 that, yeah that, i'm just like oh, okay buddy like you just know that there was a duo that is true because court. like because your your minions are so concentrated, you can play duo like without really worrying too much about it. Yeah, yeah. Well, you have the power early, yeah. right? Like it's four comp because you're strong early. Mm -hmm. But then if you can if you can use that strength to carry a duo for several turns, then all of a sudden it's no longer top four comp because you have way more of your key cards than other people mm -hmm. have because of duo. Yeah. So yeah, yeah, that's okay. All right. Uh, what do we have next? Radio here? stars going from a two attack one health to a one attack one health. It's it's getting the the elem the dragon treatment. Uh, 
Yeah, yeah, this is hilarious. I love this. Where this this was printed as a three one, yeah. and we were both reacting to it like that's fucking broken. <laughs> <laughs> and turns out the the developers agree yeah. right it's like we'll turn it into a 2-1 uh, we'll turn it into a 1-1 one, one, right so this is now a card that when i look at it on three on three it's probably still, still a buy yeah yeah still a buy and maybe like but... turn four it's still maybe fine that one's yeah, yeah even like... that one is like you're getting there like i don't know anymore I'd say the second shop on tier three, I'd definitely be having my doubts. I'd yeah, have to you, look you start thinking about it already. Yeah. yeah, what's my health? Which here am I playing with my opponent, right? Um, but yeah, it's it's one of it, like if you look at it from a pure economy standpoint, it's still one coin per turn, and that coin gives you tempo. So this, uh, yeah, this is still pretty much always a slam if you went three on three and it's in your first shop because. Mm -hmm. You'll just get a card from your first opponent, and then that card gives you some tempo, and you know from there on, it's already paid for itself. So it's just like it's just one of those cards that's apparently really difficult to balance because that effect is so strong if you get it very very early. Mm. Just putting extra because yeah, you have to you have to picture it this way. It, that one one yeah, go ahead. It, it it there's like this curve of like broken to useless and it like goes through that very quickly where it's like broken and then you yeah. wait two turns of useless <laughs> well picture it this way if the radio star helps you fill your board it is yeah, way better yeah. than if you have if you would have a full board right so let's say let's say you let's say the radio star is your sixth minion mm. and then next turn you would be able to level by by the seventh minion anyway mm. It doesn't matter that you have an eighth minion that you stole. Right. Now then it's just a coin. Right. Now it's just flexibility in a coin. And then you put a one one on your board and you're you're bleeding because of it. But if the radio star bumps you from two minions to then three and then you buy and then you go to five and then you steal and blah 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 blah, blah right? Like that's good. So that's that's really the the thing you have to ask yourself with radio star. Is this like is this helping filling my board or not? And if it's not, it's probably a skip. Hmm. That's a good way of thinking about it, yeah. I like that. But overall, I mean, it, you still, still buy it in yeah. the same kind of circumstances where it fills your board. If, Correct. Yeah. yeah. So, you know, it, I mean, as a three one, it was broken. Yeah. It was, it was a good card. Yeah. So, like, now you'll take more damage, right? So, one damage almost never kills anything. Two damage still gets the job done sometimes. Yep. All right. Next up, we have a mech buff. Question mark. Uh, a Cordotron is going from a two three, uh, yeah, to a three three. So it's a three, it's a tavern three card, three three magnetic at the start of your turn, gain one extra gold. I mean, like gaining one extra gold, that's not that good. Like, we need to buff that. <laughs> I don't understand, honestly. Don't get this one. I think this just wasn't bought very often right unless I it was guess. put on a reflector or something and they just want it to be because i i do see it where early on it's a bit weird because a lot of the time your curve is good you don't need an extra gold yeah. right you're like okay you know and maybe now i can roll for four drop right it's not it's not useless but it's just eh, right it wasn't that great and maybe they just wanted to be buyable early instead of just oh i'll just get it from the scrap scraper later it's Cause weird. That's, that's it's weird because, like, let's say it wasn't magnetic. Like, I could still buy this. You know what I mean? Like, it's, it's so it's weird that people are just like ignoring this thing. 
I, I guess maybe mm. the three three stat line is what uh it is pretty different. punishing if you're if you're going three on three and you're buying bad minions yeah, yeah. though, right? The, the, I I guess the argument is like as a two three, if you just buy it, it dies to everything, essentially. Because value trade. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Where three three maybe it can trade with some things now. Like oh you know. Well you can you can compare it to the three three coin naga, mm -hmm. right? The one that put the coin in your hand. Yeah. But very, very important difference is you can't stack the coins. You have to spend it next turn. So I still don't love buying this as a 3-3. I think I would still only buy it if I have to or if I can magne magnetic it on something, right? Because then Powerful, you put this on a shield, all of a sudden you get way more bang for your buck. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So again, I feel like we've had a lot of these where I think I still buy this in the same circumstance, but it's not better, right? We've seen that with the Hummingbird. We've seen that with the uh whatever it was the the skull etc uh but yeah okay and, and I, I do think this what isn't what's making mech strong so like adjusting yeah. this is we fine can, right yeah, yeah we can skip over this one this is not uh next up we have prickly piper so it used to be a tavern tier four minion six attack three health now it's a tavern tier three minion with five attack two health so that's a big that's a big buff to go from temperature four to temperature three. We've seen that a lot. It really changes uh, how you play things, and it's a death rattle for the rest of the game. Your blood minions gain an extra one attack. And I mean, now both of the um, both of the blood gem scalings are on three, right? Correct. Right, yeah. So hmm, that's something you can now see in like. Tavern three shops, you just see both of them. And you're just like, yeah, I know what I'm doing this game. Like, we're <laughs> <laughs> like, blood jumping. That's one of those cases where it could actually be like, okay, I guess I'm cold, right? Yeah. yeah. Uh, this this was one of the changes that I looked at, and I was like, what the fuck? Yeah, like, I are, don't get are, it either. Are people not playing Quillboard? What's good? Because <laughs> I am slaying with my Quillboard games, right? So, but, but again, that's because we use Rylak, right? We're getting those high high gem counters. But yeah, my Quillboard games do not need a lot of help right now. So I, I looked at this and was like, damn, dude, like that's nasty. Like I got this on Vulgen earlier today and it was disgusting, as you may have imagined. So yeah, you get like a bonker and then the bonker gets a bunch of attack and then you can switch from the bonker. You can do the gem swap trick thingy. I did it like five times that game. So yeah, that this one to me for people that understand how Quillbore work right now, I think a lot of people look at this and be like, "Wow, Quillbore don't need this." Okay. No, they don't. Um, I I feel like maybe they're doing this because they move some things from three to four, right? So they were trying to find yeah, something yeah. to move back. But like this, this card is really strong. <laughs> it's death rattle triggers every turn. Like you don't yeah. have to. You just you just have it on the board and you're scaling. Um, this you know. is um this is not a card you would move just for filler like yeah. oh we need another on three like there are huge implications <laughs> to this being on three <laughs> like getting you getting three you know like getting this three turns earlier suddenly makes your banner board like way better for instance mm -hmm. right mm -hmm. stuff like that yeah. uh but yeah well I I think it's understandable with one of the changes we've already teased a little bit right the Rylak is going from three to four. So I guess maybe they're thinking, well, the quill work will take it. <laughs> I, I tease it, but whatever. Uh, but yeah, Rylak yeah, is so moving from three to four. I'm, I guess I'm guessing that's the logic, right? That's the logic here. Like They're like, okay, well... We can talk know, about they... Rylak uh, right now. Sure. Uh, we'll just understand 
We're oh, well. Let's just do hands because hands. Fine, is... fine, fine. And yeah. then we've wrapped up all the tier threes. Yeah. Okay. So handless is, yeah. forsaken is oh used to be a tower tier four, uh, summons a three two two hand reborn. Now it's a tower tier three, two attack one health. So it's losing two health, but it now death rattle summons a two one hand reborn. I don't really think this changes like how strong it is. A lot of times you're kind of banking on the hand to have a lot of attack. So it's now just a tower and three minion that gives you like kind of the same, the same kind of stat line. Yeah, this is a nasty tempo hit when you think about it. Um, like you get this three on three as Lich King, you win your next round. <laughs> yeah, you do. You, yeah. you destroy someone who bought regular cards, right? Because it's like reborn that makes a reborn that makes it the bam, right? It's really good. Uh, Green Thumb loves this change. Green Thumb's like, yes, you're, you proc me all by yourself. That's so good. So there's a couple of boards now where you can you can get this. So I looked at this change as well, and I was like, I get it, you know, under the generic undead buff strategy, but it's I think it's just gonna create some nasty boards on three where you're like, oh, I don't wanna, you know, like Grable gets this, you're like, whoa, what the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> there's definitely some stupid boards early that yeah, nothing game breaking, right? Nothing where like, oh, they win the game, but they're like, oh man, they slapped the shit out of the next person. Mm. Because, you know, you get this way too early. Because this, this is a proper, strong 4-drop. And it's basically not nerfed when it comes to how strong it is in the combat, right? Like, a little bit here, like, the hand token might not value trade a 1-1 one, one token from a menace, right? We're talking little things like that. Uh, so in, in terms of actual combat efficiency, this was not really affected. And then, yeah, it's now a 3-drop instead of a 4-drop. So you just get it way earlier. Yeah, I mean, you've... That's true. Like the uh, the event synergy is a lot better. I would say just making yep. sure you you can proc it super early. Definitely, um, these cards that are moving from four to three are game impactful, which is not always the case. I would say in terms of like them dropping stuff, they usually like to drop cards that don't really um, create archetypes or create like game breaking scenarios. But these ones, the the Priggy Piper and the Handless Forsaken, they definitely do that, so kind of weird. Yeah, I'd say Piper a bit more defining than Hand. I really think Hand right. is just going to slap people. Right, <laughs> it's right, like, right. no pun intended. Like, that's just, uh, you're just going to be like, ugh, that's, that's strong. Yeah. Uh, you so. can build around Piper, but Forsaken make, can make you win the fight, essentially. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And Rylak Meadowhead, right? Here we are, finally. Uh, Rylak's a card we've talked about a lot. We think it's why is it in the game honestly is is, is the sentiment <laughs> but they they listen they're like you know what tavern tier three too good let's make it tavern tier four job's done it's balanced now I mean, I yeah i mean it'll affect the win right yeah that's for will. sure right uh because no more oh i've rolled felamental rylak immediately i've rolled jazz or rylak immediately that was like, that is how Lobby Legends was literally won, yeah, right? We had yeah. Silas staying on three, farming tickets just to get more Rylax, more Jazzers, just hard forcing the gem comp. And that's how the Lobby Legends champion won his final game. Mm -hmm. <laughs> so no longer possible, which is good, right? You do make it harder to get the comp, but, you know, tier four is really that point where 
yeah, it's you know we talked about how it's nice to get the Piper earlier, mm-hmm. but it's not like you can't play Quillboard if Piper was on four. And it's the same thing with Rylak, where I really think four to five. So I'm not saying it should be on five, but four to five is where we can see that I've now pushed you out of that early mid game strategy mm-hmm. where you are not getting that on a consistent uh, basis. basis. So the Dracosat is a great example. Right, the whole meta was, oh, Drakens are in. I'm going to roll for Drakasat and Rylak. I'm going to make triples. I'm going to get a lot of money. That's going to allow me to go for sixes. I'm going to go for Caligos. That's what everyone was doing. Now, Dragons got hit, but not like crazy, crazy, where you're like, oh, well, Dragons, like my Caligos being smaller isn't suddenly going to make me stop playing Dragons. But what really happened was the, the, the Drakasat was moved to five. And all of a sudden, you couldn't really do that anymore. And you saw way fewer Caligos wins, which makes a lot of sense. So, the same thing with Rylak, three to four, I don't think that is suddenly going to give us this, like, oh, I cannot play Rylak with gems anymore, I can't play Rylak with Felimental anymore. We're just going to see a little less of it, but I don't think it's going to be a huge uh, hit for that co- for those comps. Mm, yeah. Like, maybe you start scaling later, like a turn to a turn or two turns later, but... If they have the setup, like they're still going to have the setup, right? And they're still going to win. So Maybe only plus 35 on your gems instead of 40, right? Which is borderline. The travesty. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> what can I do? Yeah, I hear you. You have to keep in mind those early turns, you don't have the brand and the Baron anyway, right? right. So we're, we're literally talking one health on the gem, one health on the gem, right? So, but yeah, it's um, tier four is really the tier where you could spam roll. Like anyone can get the four, right? Like you are almost never dead before you get the four uh, like hey, usually hey, you know, don't, don't, don't doubt me shady <laughs> i would say there has been some gross mismanagement of resources if you're dead don't doubt me shady i can do it i can pull it off <laughs> all right uh so yeah that, that's that's essentially my point the uh the rylac changes it's a bit more of a slap on the wrist for me where it's like okay we'll lower your win percent a little bit because now people won't roll you as early but you'll still see, like, one of the more frustrating things is Battlemaster next to a Rylak. Mm, oh, just like, yes. Oh, I... Oh, yeah. <laughs> it's like, you don't poison, you don't win. Like, that, it's it's like an I win button for the next three turns, right? Because people just don't beat your Battlemaster if it's next to... Like, if you were taking damage, of course, right? So let's say let's say you've taken 20, uh, 20 non-armor damage, so you're on 10. Your Battlemasters are gaining... 40 health every time the Rylak triggers. That's disgusting that early in the game, right? Like you have a reborn on it, that's 80 health on each battle master if you have two next to them. And it's just like you don't beat that. So, so often uh yeah. I'm like, oh my god, he has two battle masters next to a Rylak. Then I'm like, oh wait, they're tavern tier four, so I'm not dead. <laughs> I'm like, yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. True. I'm only true, taking true. 12 instead of 15. All right, we're fine. <laughs> Well, I I am on the other side very often where I point out the ridiculousness where I tell my chat, okay, chat, we are now going to roll for Rylak Battlemaster because it's literally the only thing that keeps me alive because it's fucking broken. And then I hit it and I'm like, yeah, I got top two. I did absolutely nothing this game. Obviously, my top two Well, no, you brilliant. strategically <laughs> lost all your health, Shady. <laughs> yeah, strategic, strategic management of health resources uh, is true. That's right. So you gotta, those you gotta... health points were, they needed to be invested. <laughs> trust me, chat. That was a good buy. We needed to buy all those cards. Right, so, but yeah, that, that, that happens. Like I say, like, okay, I fucked up the early game. <laughs> so I found <laughs> I like Battlemaster. So it's actually quite beneficial that I have so low HP right now. 
but yeah, that, that's probably one of the more infuriating combos I hit because you just don't beat it because you don't have. And if you have a poison, it's usually not all the way in the back. And even if it's in the back, they can hit it, right? It's not like, you know, it's not like a guarantee. So I've gotten better at it now at sniffing it out. Sort of be like, okay, how much damage is he dealing? What was on the board? He's reading two demon. Okay, I think he's doing that, right? Like they're doing the Rylag Battlemaster thing. And then I do slam my Leroy and stuff all the way in the back. And then sometimes you get him. But it's far from a guarantee, right? It's far from a guarantee that you win. Because, yeah, whatever. It's, it, I guess it's just a pet peeve of mine. I've lost <laughs> it out too many times. <laughs> uh, fair enough. Uh, but yeah, they're moving it from three to four. Another thing they are moving from three to four is uh, Malchazar. I don't know how to pronounce that. Do you? Oh, Malchazar. Malchazar. Okay, thank yeah. you. Uh, this one's yeah. also going from a three tower tier three five attack two health to a tower tier four six attack three health. This one I'm a little bit confused about why this one needed to move up. Uh, maybe demons are just really strong and lower yeah. mmr lobbies but that's the vibe yeah. yeah sorry that's the vibe i was getting i think the this is like demons were overperforming for them across the board uh or at least on average so yeah uh, and and craziness i think mechs were underperforming if we look at the next few changes which is nah, crazy because like nah, there's no way you're lying uh but, no, but i mean sure look, let's look at the let's look at the next okay. change we have scrap scrapper so it's it's used to be a three attack six health avenge four get a random magnetic neck. Now it's a three attack seven health, so getting an extra health. Now at the end of your turn, you get a random magnetic mech. So let, let me be honest. I looked at this. I was like, oh, they're nerfing scrap scrapper. I yeah, they get they get a like a pity health buff, but they're nerfing it. Now uh, now you can't get two mechs a turn. Copium, <laughs> and then I think about it. How often was I doing that? I guess not that often. Like one mech was like usually what I was hitting. You had to like be fully. You had to already be like winning the game for me to get more more procs or have a golden one. Where like yeah, you have. But the, if um, you're winning, if you're winning the game, a lot of the time you were not getting any right because you're winning too hard. <laughs> that happened a lot. That's true. If I was winning too hard, I was getting nothing. See, I, I I was able to like barely win. You see, that's where I, where I can milk two. Uh, yeah. yeah, just that barely winning. I I didn't play that well to to be like destroyed. the zone where the fight where you could have died but you didn't. <laughs> like that's perfect. That's that's just right. It's like I could have died to this guy, but I, instead I got five max. That's good. Okay. Yes, I'm very good at that. Actually, you did the. The right amount of fill where ah, I could have died here, but yeah, I won my 20%. So now I get three max. <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah, that's a good point. But on on average, this is better, which is a little bit weird because I do think mechs are by far the strongest comp to play. So definitely, uh, definitely interesting. What's your overall thoughts? So I, I looked at this and yeah, my initial instinct was wow this is so much better to buy early now mm. because this this used to be this was a card that you had to skip a lot of the time if you had the discipline yeah. right you look at yeah, the board you're, right. you're just like this ain't procking man it's not it's just not gonna happen have <laughs> 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 like some generic mid-range minions and nothing taunt you like it's just not procking no there's, way there's like no downside to buying this now yeah 
now you just buy it early and then it's great. So I, I'm quite confident in saying um, that's not a nerf for me. The uh, the availability early goes up like crazy or the viability, I guess. You can buy it pretty much any time you go to four early, which is a huge this buff. This is getting nerfed. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You can, and the big one is you can module this now and not feel bad about it. Oh, yeah. It was very difficult to module this. You almost only modeled it very late in the game where you sold it. So the fact that you can module it now makes it much easier to turn it into a reset for your Deflectobots. So you put a module on this, you put a menace on this, because uh, that's another thing, right? You used to not really menace this too much because you want the menace on the other things so that right, it's yeah. finished. So it is so much nicer now to just module and menace this thing and feed your Deflectobots. But the biggest one of all, which is, I think, what most people miss. Is Drakari. Yeah. Drakari. Yeah. Like, I've already seen multiple clips of people milking the entire magnetic pool like their guys are not giving anything anymore <laughs> they've literally milked every magnetic in the game uh, yeah 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 yeah. that that i've seen i've seen pocky do it i've seen rdu do it right so it's like it's already like and i've set the patches out for 24 hours right or less so it's i think very decisively a buff and the people that think it's a nerf haven't considered Drakari yet because you already want Drakari in that comp really badly, right? Because you want to play, you want to play utility drone. So this this will just mean that there will not be a super rare occurrence to milk all the magnetics out of your team. <laughs> That's such a funny statement, by the way. I've seen multiple clips of people milking the entire magnetic pool and they can't get anything else. Like, <laughs> That's just the thing you say now. <laughs> Well, I mean, imagine, it, like, you can have two of these golden now, right? right? Before, yeah, yeah. I was like, that's too much. Now you're like, fuck it. Let's kill us to another one. Yeah. <laughs> More uh, magnetics. Let's go. Yeah. I I guarantee this is not going to last. Um, yeah. And probably milk, like, play mechs if you can. And if you, well, if you start with, well, I mean, if, even if you don't start with this, like, you could, you could just have this. Like, the weird thing is you could just have this on your board and then you just put the magnetic you get on it. Like so, this this thing could be like plus four, plus four a turn, like doing nothing, just sitting there, yeah. and then it gets a yeah. shield, and then you just like you just put it some like it's just like you don't need to run any max energy or anything like that. You could just have this on your board, and it it can carry you by itself. So, yeah, I wouldn't oversell it in that it's direction. It's so broken. It. It's the best card in the game by a mile. Like, like, always buy this. But when you're doing this, still like this is something I still see some people underestimate a little bit. Deflecto is your guy, right? Like, please get Deflecto Bob because if you are getting magnetics, that means you're getting menaces. If you're getting menaces, Deflecto is insanely good because th this is something I also explained to my chat when we were talking about effectiveness in combat, right? Like, there is the numbers you see on your board, and then there's what those numbers do in the fight. So Deflectobot might always look like an okay minion, but then you're like, okay, it hits something, and then it resets. And then it hits something again, and then it resets again. And then you have two Deflectobots with menaces, and then one of them is going to reset the other one. It's just crazy how much value you can get out of that one minion. So yeah, Deflectobot, I would say, on average, much better than Fall Reaper. Fall Reaper is much easier to counter with a Taunt plus uh, Leroy and stuff like that. Uh, so, the, whereas the Flectobot gets those multiple resets, a lot harder to just completely neutralize. Uh, but yeah, it's I think Scraper is a great card to buy early now, for sure. Yeah, definitely, definitely a weird change. I think uh, hit the miss the mark. I think they were trying to nerf it, 
but I think no, I don't. No, this is the thing, right? You're gonna <laughs> see. You're gonna see the. So we'll skip ahead again because it makes sense. Utility drone gets a flat stat buff. It goes from a four five to a six seven. So I think that is very clearly them saying, "Hey, mechs are not performing well enough in the numbers. Let's boost them. Let's make them better." So I, I think they know that it's a buff. I don't think that's that's gonna come as a surprise to them. They may have maybe overshot it a bit, where they're like, "Oh, this is too much of a buff." Uh, but I think that for some reason huh. people were. You really think mechs are sucking in in low MMR that they're buffing this? I think on average people are not doing it. I mean, and I guys, can kind of guys, what are you guys doing? They're not watching. Your yeah, <laughs> I I think it's a little bit more difficult where you do need that understanding a little bit of you know the resets, where to put everything, how to maximize the value. You need to understand that you do need. All those pieces, right? You need the drone, you need the scraper, this and that. See, oh. I can see in their stats a lot of people buy scrap scraper and die. I can see that. Yeah, that would that. make a ton of sense. Because yeah. you need, as we talked earlier, you need to discipline to skip this. Uh, the old version. The, the, the new version you can buy early, of course. But the old version, the one that relied on Avenge, you have to skip that on certain mm -hmm. boards. And I think a lot of people were like, oh, mechs are good, right? And then I lost a scrapscaper last game. Okay, I buy it. And then you die. And then exactly. like, oh. <laughs> oh, my God. What do you mean they didn't kill my five untaunted guys first? Oh, my God. So unlucky. That would yeah. make a lot of sense where I'm like, okay. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, definitely a weird, weird G-Change. Not not likely to stick around, so abuse it while you can. We'll, we'll see in Z, yeah. but yeah, it's probably quite good to play right now. Yeah. Xylobones going from a five attack, one health to six attack, so it's gaining an attack, which isn't bad. Uh, that's meaningful. Nope. That's very meaningful in this uh, with this. That's card for sure. Yeah. Yep, yep, yep. Uh, definitely. Um, this card's weird because it can feel like really like oppressive in like the early like if you get this early and, and you're like you're you're playing some reborn or something and then it's like randomly like a 612 or 613 like out of nowhere and you're just like oh well i didn't do anything and i got 12 health permanently right but then like it's hard to buff undead like like unless you are running um that one attack scaling or or like unless you're playing right like let's be honest it's hard to buff undead Unless you're playing Rylak. And a lot of times, even if this thing has like 10 attack, 100 health, it's like, well, it just dies to a 30 30. You, uh, you sell it, yeah. yeah. That's, um, so, no, that's, I think that's a very good point. Where the way I would, the way how I would describe Zillabones is that in a different meta, let's say we are playing uh, with buddies or quests, right? And you buy this, and this is Giga Tempo, way better of a card because you do that and it serves a good purpose. But right now, you need to push for certain directions quite heavily because not everything is the same, right? Which is, if I have a good undead setup, that is way worse for me than if I have a good banana setup or I have a good base setup. Right? Uh, I, too, I bought two banana slammers and now my thing is getting 80 health, 80 attack and 80 yeah, health. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Exactly, right? I bought like, a Xylobone and I got I'm getting 12 health per turn. Yeah, yeah. No, we had a we had, we had that uh co-op game we had just where 
our board is just like two bananas, uh, reborn raptor, a horse, and our opponent is just like this monster, and we just like barely lose it. I was like, oh my god, it's so tough. So uh, yeah, that, that's I think that's the the point here where Zillow Bones on paper, while it looks like damn, this should be good and it's strong and it's good in the mid game and stuff, it doesn't build into a place where you want to go. Maybe that's different now because we're gonna see maybe a couple of small undead buffs. Uh, one's not so small uh, buff coming up. Maybe now it's a good strategy. It's a good direction. And then this minion all of a sudden gets a lot better because you can keep it around and you don't have to sell it. So that's really what's going to determine the viability is, is Undead going to be a viable type? Uh, then yes, that is quite significant. If not, it's still the same problem, right? It's kind of good in the mid game and then you have to sell so, it so, because so it's not been My issue is that like, even if Undeads get better, which you know, I'm going to argue is not like super like likely it's still not the piece you want, right? Like, cause you still only get seven, seven spots. Right. And it, it doesn't really fit into what undeads really want to do. It doesn't scale in a way that undeads are like, Oh, this is oppressive. Right. Like the, what the, like the two ways people are, are really playing undeads is like, it just gets a ton of attacks and you have a ton of summons. Right. And then, if you have that, you this doesn't really fit that because it just doesn't have reborn or anything like that. And then the other way is like, okay, maybe sister scaling with reborn, and then you have a lot of health and stuff. But then you're if you're running that sister comp, you already have a lot of health, so you don't really need the xylo bone. Like it doesn't really fit there. Like you could yeah. say like maybe it fit, it's like a supplemental piece, but you want like another sister or you want more reborn or something like that. So to do really it. I think it's um, so. I have that sometimes with Hungering A Bomb. Mm. That card, a lot of like maybe not so much now, right? Because we're not playing that meta. But when undeads were good, I would have that with a Hungering A Bomb where I have this A Bomb on my board and I don't necessarily want it, but it's still quite a strong unit. Mm. So I think the Zilla Bones fits that same role where, yeah, it's not another sister, but it's got 150 health and it's getting some good damage. <laughs> so it's one of those cards where it can. It can get you to Just where like you want to go, or something. Yeah, or maybe even when if it's a golden one, because if you are summoning a crap ton of vent, that is a really big power. It like is, that's it is a lot of stuff. Yeah, like you're getting but a you lot need, of HP. You need spell. it with sister, or or I guess you need you need a way to scale the attack essentially. In yeah, a Nubarak sister basically. Yeah. yeah, and and from what we can see, it's probably sister, right? So right. we'll tease we'll tease the sister buff. It's uh. Uh, it's now plus one plus three instead of plus one two. So that is what sister originally. Wow, there's meant. a lot of changes. I'm like scrolling down and down, and I was like, oh, there's still a lot to. <laughs> a lot of them not too relevant, so yeah. we can skip over those very quickly. It's a lot of like, oh, more HP, more health, more HP, more health, right? So it's or more HP, more damage, stuff like that. Uh, so yeah, that that is why I said like, if that sister buff is gonna be enough to make it viable, then then I can see the card being okay. Mm -hmm. Anyway, we can move on to the next one, which is like much more Ooh. impactful. Upbeat Duo is now a 5 drop. It's now a temperature 5, 6, six attack, 6 health. But the main thing is it goes from 4 to 5. And we did talk about how moving it from 4 to 5 is a really massive change. It costs a lot of gold to go to Tier 5. So, you know, this, this does matter, I would say. This does affect yeah. a lot of things. It, 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 okay, it's kind of weird because Duo was already in like this semi weird spot in that you had this small window to get it in a lot of compositions where if you get it early 
then you can like code it and then like you get a triple and then boom you get two two copies of it and then like later on if you try to get it you have to argue like Ooh, am i living <laughs> two turns like am i uh, can i live with this on the board at least for two turns and, and still do it so making a five just makes it harder to have those arguments where you're like Ooh, i can play this and live and then pop off or something like that so uh, that's my thoughts but what do, what do you think the um sort of my standard strategy in the meta we had before the changes here was pretty much don't go to five don't do it because there was just so much on four right so that's why uh murlocs not being hit at all for me is great because i abuse murlocs like crazy but it, it means that that tier four strategy is still completely untouched for for murlocs where you can roll and hit pretty much all the pieces you need to get a really strong board you can still do that with banana slammer for the most part mm -hmm. you can still get piggy and the cleave so duo going from four to five is a really big deal because i was there was pretty much a no-brainer of i don't go to five right five is too expensive and there's so much good shit on four so i just roll on four and it was always duo and elise that you are looking for because those cards are pretty much universally insane early when you are rolling on four and then you look for key pieces of those other comps, right? Do you get the Peggy and the Cleave? Do you maybe get the Deep Blue and the Zesty in the same shop? It's it's a little bit slower, but it's pretty good, right? If especially if you can roll a second Zesty. Um, do you roll the bananas and the, the Raptor? Do you roll the base skill and the Bream? So there was a lot of stuff in combination with that duo. Now with duo going to five, we have one less card that is guaranteed to be good when you're rolling on four. So I'm not sure if that's going to push me over the edge of maybe now I'll do some early fives. Uh, although I've seen it, I've I've done it earlier today with a, a Rana, but that was an exception, right? Because she can go to five, roll, and then buy. Uh, so yeah, this is the one that I I'm quite confident in saying that it's going to be the most impactful, um, like change in how you play because duo is was such a comfortably good card on four. And I think people that really understood that in this meta benefited greatly from not leveling to five and killing themselves and just very, very reliably buying good cards on four. So what's... You said a lot of words. What was... Uh, a lot of words, yes. So <laughs> it's it's very impactful. That duo moves from four to okay. five. Very impactful. And yes, I can see this card being too slow a lot of the time now. Okay. Um... Yeah, so yeah, basically I mean I I'm the guy that levels to five and kills himself. As Shady would say, like I just sometimes don't kill myself and kill everyone else, you know, sometimes, you know. But <laughs> uh but I see what you're saying, and, and definitely it does make sense. And usually when I'm um when I see duo, like you can pick it up, like what it will happen is I'll see duo, pick it up, and then set up for the triple into a six and then copy that. Is, is, is usually what I have. But now with this, I can't really do that play where I would have to go to six or or something or triple into a five and the five would be jewel. But then, like, it, you know, it, that, it becomes very slow, essentially. And I, I just worry, like, is it now just too slow? I will say, like, do as a card, like, maybe I, I don't like being very oppressive. So I don't mind it getting nerfed like this. But I, I also don't like bad cards like, you like cards like you have you get a triple and you have three cards you're like i can't run any of this like uh duo might end up becoming like that kind of 
that kind of piece where it's just like, oh, it's it's a little late here. It's a five. I don't have any direction. That kind of thing. So a a thought that I had for Duo when I looked at these changes mm -hmm. was Faceless Tavern Goer. This was an old card, mm -hmm. and it's kind of like a Joker card. So right. it, it was it worked like Elemental of Surprise, but for anything. So it was it was your uh, last card. So if you have a pair. Faces Tavern Goer will make it a triple. So up until this point, I think the iterations that Duo has gone through, it was better than Faces Tavern Goer. Mm -hmm. Because it was on tier four and right. flexible. I think I think we're now at the first stage where this is worse than Faces Tavern Goer. But Faces Tavern Goer was, was really good. was yeah, it was really strong. So yeah. like that's kind of hard to so that's that's kind of I think that's a cool thing for me to now internally evaluate that card. It's like okay, this is the first time where I would rate it below a faces tavern goer. And obviously later in the game, faces is better because you wouldn't have to keep it on your board. Right. Right, but we're talking early, like I'm buying it early. How do I feel about it? Um, yeah, because this is uh, it, the, the the duo. Unless you can really power to five or you triple into it, that early duo is just not happening anymore. Mm -hmm. So yeah, it's but I'm I'm all for it because you had these. It was too crazy. Stupid... Yeah, I I'm with you. Yeah, whenever you saw a stupid board, you just knew <laughs> Duo was involved. <laughs> or I like like one of the two. <laughs> sure, sure. I'm, I'm yeah. I'm talking when I saw those like four Tichondrius. I'm like, oh, I guess you rolled into all of those. <laughs> yeah. All yeah. right. Uh, next up, we have Utility Drone. We talked about it a little bit, but it got a big nerf buff. Right, two attack, two health for free. No real downside there. Same stat line, same ability. Apparently, mechs were weak. Yep, that's we don't have to spend a lot of time. Your mechs on this. were weak, guys. We were we were already really happy with this card when it was good, and this is not going to change that. So yeah, yeah even it's, better. It's just weird. A lot of people were probably not doing well with mech. All right, Bongo Bopper. Now this one gains one attack. Amazing. It, it okay. It also gains an extra blood jump uh, permanently. So yeah. At, yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. at the end of your turn it, it used to be gain one blood gem and you play two more on this now you get two blood gems and you play two more on this and that is huge and i will say i didn't really see people playing this card um uh, to be honest so i can see i can see it but this is a lot this is a big that's a huge buff especially if you, with the other quote board buff moving to three like yeah. this is this is reasonably strong change so if you have a golden bopper now and a drakari, you get eight gems in your hand. Quiet, dude. Yeah, I, that's, that's the, the, the drakari synergy is like crazy, like uh, like surprisingly crazy. The drakari synergy, yeah. where it's like, oh, you turned this from a one to a two, now it's a two to a four instead of a instead of a one to a two. Yep, exactly. I've 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 played with golden drakari and boppers. And that was insane because they just well, first of all, you don't get to play because the animation is super slow. So a little shout out, please do something about repeating animations. Just it's like, oh my god, my my gems were just like gem on the bopper, gem on the bopper, gem on the bopper, gem on the other bopper, gem on the other bopper. I was like, oh my god, I have no shop. So it was just yeah, at one point they just crashed because like ah, it's too much. Ah, dude, so much. <laughs> 
Cold War games, it just crashes for me. Like, once you get into a battle, just crash, crash, crash. I'm just like, I can't see the battle. I don't know what they have. Like, it's just crash, crash, crash every time. So, yeah, hopefully they fix that. There's definitely some overflow or something that just causes your game to crash when it comes to jumps. Uh, It's probably tough, right? So it's not probably not an easy fix. But, yeah, so I was already pretty happy with Bopper a lot of the time in the situations where it's good, right? So we're talking. I have played my... uh, Rylak. Yeah, Rylax stuff. <laughs> I've played my Rylax. <laughs> now, the thing is, I do see the conflict there with it's hard to fit if you have the juicy comp because mm, yeah. I need my brand. I need my Baron. I need my Rylax. I want my Jazzers. Like, where the hell do I play Bopper? So it's more I got a Bopper early, right? And then I have the, the Quill Board that increases attack. And then I use the Bopper to farm. And then I use a gem transfer to a cleave or to a deflector or something like that. So this feels a bit like we're overshooting it, but I'm I'm interested to see how it goes. Cause... I'm I wouldn't be surprised if we're overshooting this. Um, no, like I wouldn't be surprised. But yeah. Um. Next up, Bristleback Knight also getting a buff. You so you can tell like mechs were sucking, yeah. undeads were sucking, <laughs> covers were sucking apparently. Uh, demon good, demon nerf. <laughs> That's really what it felt like. Uh, but yeah, Bristleback Knight. I I will say I rarely see this card, which is, but I think the card is like really good. It's just weird to. It's now a six nine, so it's nice now. But it's a nice stat. It's it's definitely sure. a nice stat line. But uh, it's going from a five eight to a six nine. Same stat, same ability. It it still has frenzy gain divine shield, which is really good. So. It's it's weird because the Quobor comps people were running just didn't run this. But it's not a bad card. But people were like there wasn't room for this. It's like a late game card where you uh when you switch into Bristlebox, mm-hmm. that's where this is good, right? Mm-hmm. So your yeah. your backline, your backline is bristleback, bristleback, and then the knight. Mm-hmm. So that by the time the knight attacks, it has like five hundred HP and it's yeah, always yeah, resets. Like, yeah, it's it's like, crazy. That's the stupid, but yeah. But this is this was not a great. Well, tempo wise, again, it was it, good. Yeah, it's but, good, right? Yeah. But like, it doesn't give. It doesn't make a comp. It, yes, is a problem. Yeah. yeah, yes. So it's hard to like commit to this. Like you'd be like, oh yeah, Bristleback Knight. It's good, but like, I'm not getting stronger. I'm not keep building anything with this. So it's hard to like buy or commit to it. Uh, obviously, the stat is nice, but once again, it still has the same problem. Like. If you have a skill in composition, you, you 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 need to do other things before you do this. Like this comes in late. Yeah, this this can really help you not lose fights when you not need die, it. Where yeah. because this happens a lot of the time when you are when you are boosting your gems, the people that they're dying with that comp is they don't have a target. So I almost always have like a horse on my board, mm. where I jam all my gems on the horse, mm. and then the horse keeps me alive while the Rylak milks more. Yeah. If you do not have a good target for your gems, you're going to lose rounds most of the time. Mm-hmm. So something that is a bit resistant to poison, like a horse mm-hmm. or a Bristleback Knight, is quite nice. Yeah, so I, it dude, can fill that void. Yeah. I, I remember just like, I have like a 200 health thing and they have a Leroy or something and I'm just like, no, or oh. some stupid poison. And I'm just like, no, no, don't hit that. My white card, don't hit that. And it goes into that white card. And I'm just like, yeah. you know, like I have a 200 health minion. I kill everything, but then no, the stupid venom gets me, and I'm just like, ah, what did I, what did I do wrong? Yeah, but 
didn't have horse insurance. That's yeah, I what did. Oh, you're right. Um, I didn't have horse insurance for sure. But yeah, I mean, it's a buff. I don't know if it changes anything, but it, it is meaningful in that if you do pick it, it is a little bit stronger. It is. It is, it, it is nice to be fair. It dunks people in the head when you people triple into it, right? Like you triple into it, and that's minus uh, twelve incoming or some shit. They're a big fan of zap zap buffs, like yeah. That effect, yeah. The, the, all right, but anyways, like you'll see it with the next few changes. It's literally just Same card thing. was bad, give more stats, yeah, right? Trumpeterio. Yeah, card was bad, give more stats. Lightfang, card was bad, give more stats. I, I'm so, down for this one though. I'm down for it. Lightfang. Yeah. Yeah, I think it's good. The, the there was already Reddit threats being like, finally we fixed the card, right? Uh <laughs> or I do I I I understand where they're coming from for sure, because they want to be able to play around Lightfang. I just don't think that the card does that anymore. I think it's you triple into it early, you have it on the board for a while, you use it to level, and then you ditch it, right? That's how you play Lightfang. And I'm okay with that. I don't need it to be something you can play around. And if you hit Rokari, right, you can kind of already play around it. What if it buffs itself? Give a friendly minion and itself plus two plus two. Well, ask yourself, do you think that that's busted? <laughs> Remember what Charlie did when it buffed itself? I know, I know. I'm not sure. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's busted. Okay. So when uh, I saw this suggestion on Reddit, it was like, it's so simple, just make it buff itself. Oh my god. It was like, you guys you guys weren't around when they introduced cards like that. And I was like, it's... Okay, so in the current environment with how strong everything is, sure, mess around with it, release it where it buffs itself and see what happens, right? I could definitely um, see it like losing that ability quickly. <laughs> yeah, like... it's... Like it's it seems really annoying where somebody triples into a light fang and and it might not seem like a big deal, but that means that they always have an extra you know type on the board. Even though even though if light fang isn't the type, it buffs itself, right? So it's an extra type on the board. You no longer have that two two. It starts as a four four. It buffs itself. It's a six six immediately. Then it's an eight eight the turn after. That was really the problem when uh, Charles got buffed itself. It was like a seven seven that insta became an eight eight. Yeah. Right, and that was so oppressive. So, on the right board, let's say you have and Jerkari's in the game now as well. So that's another thing yes. And then all of a sudden, you get these like yeah. end game boards where people will have like you know like three hundred HP light fangs who's like, oh my god, they buffed this card too much. Right. <laughs> so <laughs> you can easily see how that goes yeah, out of control. I can easily see it. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, for for all the backseat developers, right? They're like, it's so simple. Just make it buffer chaff. It's like, you, yeah, if it was that simple, they would have done that already. Uh, but yeah, we could try it. See how wow, that goes, Shady. You are right. Wow, they really think mech suck. I didn't see this one. I actually didn't yeah, see this one. What? They're buffing oh, beatboxer too. Everything. What? Why? Yeah. <laughs> oh, I did the thing this morning. I with Vol'jin, oh, where God. you you may you take your biggest mech, you put it on a magnetic, and then I have two boxers on my board, right? So then you magnetize no, 400, 400, no. and the boxers get 400, 400, <laughs> and then you take the boxer, move it to a magnetic, and then the and then all the magnets. Just... Don't why are you just spilling your secrets I, like that? Why? I'd like a. I'm like a 1,600 boxer. Why are you just telling everyone your secrets like that? Come on. Because Vol'jin is hard to play and people don't, can't do it. It's, yeah. Well, it's hard to play. I just got 100,000 stats for free. Like, oh, I mean, that's oh, not man. 
You do have to get I, to turn six. I mean, tier six. I don't know how many wins I have in a row on Vulgin, but I wouldn't be surprised if it's close to 10. It's like I picked that hero. <laughs> and like, I'm talking first place. It's not just like top four, right? It's just like it's insane how much fun I have when I play that hero. And I think it just shows in the results. It's, I think that hero is so much fun. I, I, it's so hard. And there's probably, it's not a hero I can advise to people because it's like, oh, just solve that very specific Vulgin problem here. Yeah, of course you make a big Baron with the Selfless and the Horse. <laughs> it's so normal. <laughs> but yeah, it's, I, yeah, I think he's a really good hero. <laughs> Fair enough. Yeah, you know, anyway, little Vulgin. Pick, my pocket pick is Vulgin. Like, I can hear it. <laughs> <laughs> exactly my yeah, yeah Vulgin over everything yeah. uh so yeah sister we already covered right mm -hmm. it's now um it's a 410 so one hp it's going to be playable with this change like, i'm going to try it for sure i'm going to try it for sure if i have the if i have the i'm not going to force it obviously <laughs> but if i have the setup for it i'm like you know what? all right let's do sister right let's let's see uh because we have seen it be nasty at one three right back yeah. in that meta yeah. so Definitely worth an experiment here because you have to keep in mind they did buff all the other stuff as well, right? The Zilla Bones is bigger and uh, it's easier now to have, let's say, a pair of handless on your board, right? Which would go pretty well with this. So, yeah, worth worth a try. Worth a try. All right. Yeah. I mean, uh, yeah, I, I hear you. Uh, pirates getting nerfed, which is fair, fair I guess, I honestly. Yeah. Honestly, I, I, I get it. After you spend nine gold, you get another random pirate. It feels like a lot, though. Like nine gold compared to eight. It, it feels that's like one of those math things where I feel like somebody should do math. Like, if I have two Tethys, do I still, you know, like basically two Tethys, two, like two Tethys plus brand? Am I still basically infinite? Yes, no, right? If that's the case, I don't care. So that that's usually how I win my games. I get double Tethys with a brand, and I'm just like, we. The turns don't end. <sighs> yeah. Well, I mean. I don't know. I can't. I can't tell you the numbers, but it's interesting. I'll, I'll pick it and I'll be like, <laughs> I ran out of gold. What the fuck? Right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah fair enough. Um, and then uh, Eternal Summoner is also getting a buff plus two attack. Yep. Ah, I mean, relevant. Not crazy, but relevant for sure. Yep. They're really throwing the uh, like. All right, buff undead card. Mm -hmm. Undead win rate up, please. Thank you. And then finally, Young Murkai also getting a two attack, two health buff. It seems to be across the board in a lot of cards. I do think not a lot of people are playing Murkai. Like, Murlocs are doing other things. Um, so Yeah. What Murkai is doing is it's making your Jazzer bigger with Bran, or it's doing yeah. some... It's doing something... It's always up to no good, right? If you see a Murkai on the enemy board, it's up to no good. It's like trucking a Golden Mirazad. They're doing something nasty. It's when when they feel like they should play Murkai, it's like I'm making my battle master huge, or I'm proccing this card that shouldn't be able to get procked or something. Yeah. So yeah, it really feels like it's in that spot now where it's it's when you have the brand and you're gonna do some nasty shit. The Golden Mirazad dude, that that it's too toxic by the way i'm just like anytime i see that i'm just like why is this available like with a rylike or whatever like it just don't get it so yeah, yeah. It's, it's the worst rylike isn't it this being a worse rylike yeah. so the uh there's a couple differences okay. this this synergizes with drakari because it's end of turn so that's right. that's a big difference and you can do it on things that wouldn't be permanent otherwise so a battle master right. end of turn right. keeps the help 
right. Rylac wouldn't make it keep it. So, yeah, it, it, depending on what you're doing, it is a worse Rylac. But in other cases, it's definitely much better. So in some scenarios, it's slightly better. But in a lot of cases, you'd rather just have the Rylac. You know, like it procs two cards anyways. Yeah, the fact that it can be reborn, right, is uh, pretty pretty significant. So a lot of the things you're using Rylac for, it's not going to go better with Murkai. Right, Murkai, it's specific to, oh, I want the permanent health on the BM, or I want to have the um, uh, end of turn. Like, I did something really funky. I told, told you about it when I did it. Sneed Buddy is a battle cry, right? Yeah, so Murkai yeah. can force proc that, yeah. and that was disgusting. So you can proc. And then if the Sneed Buddy is the only battle cry on your board, I, it'll... I, I love it. Our example is a hyper-specific... <laughs> Example. Well, that's, that's <laughs> one of the things, right? I think Battlemaster getting permanent is the most trade. common thing that you're going to That's, that's the easy one, right? You do that, right? All right. Or you play a board full of Murlocs and you copy a Begurgle. Oh, everybody does that these days. Dude, right? Who does that? Like, no <laughs> no one's playing Murlocs like that anymore. Look at that loser. He's buffing with Begurgle instead of a hand <laughs> Murloc. <laughs> uh, I feel bad. Um, uh, okay. I two cards also got removed from the minion pool. And in uh, corporate corporal. Yeah. I don't know what card that is. It's the five five on that guy on turn one tier one. Oh. Right, oh, so that, that one's out. Right? Yeah, they have Null in case now. And that I'm a bit annoyed because I'm Vulgin main. Right, right? Yeah, so yeah, yeah, yeah. So I was like I was free on Vulgin, right? So people were like eating it, right? With the one one picky eater, right? Like uh Shutterrock, whenever Shutterrock rolled the five five and the one one, it's like oh, I always eat it. <laughs> yeah. It's okay. So nice. And then I get it. Yeah, I get it. Rock height null. Once again, I don't know which card this is. That's the uh, that's the one four undead guy that gets plus one attack every oh, time something oh, something one. dies. Oh, it's been yeah. returned. Oh, okay. Yeah, it's just a filler, right? Like yeah, the five five goes out, the one four goes in. That's fine, I guess. Okay, sure, yeah. sure, sure. Okay, nothing too crazy. Uh, overall, any any standouts, I guess, da, 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 besides the the duo. The scrap, yeah. the scrap scrapper. I think uh, those are the like. two highlights. Uh, and then the two highlights are scrapper is now stronger duos on five. Rylak on four is gonna make some changes, and then I guess uh, the we'll picky, have to the, see the picky, the picky, pricky piper. Um, Piper three. I th I'm more interested to see what sister does in her current okay. uh, form. Uh, does is that a comp now or not? If that's a comp, then that's going to be. It's going to be like, like right now, when I see a pair of Anubarax on tier four early, I skip it, which is crazy, right? Like you should not be skipping the premier uh, undead early scaling card as a pair early on tier four. Yeah, but I was like, yeah. I buy this. yeah, I see it in my shop. And if I, if I buy this, I die and it doesn't go anywhere. <laughs> so we'll have to see if that changes now, right? Do I, do I suddenly buy an Anubarak pair with these changes or not? So stay tuned, I guess. <laughs> But you know, that was a long patch. That was longer than I thought it'd be, actually. Well, it was packed with a lot of really impactful things, right? Like very uh that's cool. It was fun. It was fun though. We had a good time. <laughs> yeah, it sounds good. Uh da -da -da -da. I guess uh, I guess we can wrap it up, huh? We can. It was a pretty big one. Where's my uh where's my ending slide, Kekwait? <laughs> there you are, okay. Hey, it's <laughs> Thank you guys. Well, thank you for watching. You can find us at HSBG Podcast. Uh, uh, feedback, blah, blah, blah. You can find us on YouTube, Twitter, Twitch, uh, other places, probably. I don't know. 
just google hsbg podcast yeah. educated Collins, shady bunny there you go like yeah, for more information good. on any of those and uh we'll see you in uh, in a couple weeks as we've been doing and, see you uh, in the next one yeah, take care everybody